Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is your girl, Mitzi, and this is Mitzi. Let's think about it. Today, we have a special guest on the show. We have actually a returning guest on the show. So his voice and his face is going to be very familiar to you guys. I have Liam, and we are going to be picking his brain about traveling. Yes, this is a topic that, you know, people want to dive into because they want to explore. So luckily for me, I have someone that will give you their perspective on traveling. So Liam, what got you into traveling? Well, I guess traveling is something I've always wanted to do. And I think it really comes from what your personality is or what your values are. If you value freedom and if you value adventure and excitement and doing new things, well, travel is really one of the most natural ways you can express that. And and because those are my values, I've always been attracted to travel. And I was very lucky in my early 20s when I was at university, our teacher took us to Europe for three months to travel around. And that really opened my eyes about, uh, you know, not only about travel, but what an amazing place the world is and what the diversity and variety of experience there is out there. So that really whetted my appetite. And, uh, you know, later in life, when I got more opportunity to do it, I certainly grabbed that. Yeah, I can most definitely see that. I think one of the biggest reasons why I love traveling is experiencing different cultures. Is that something for you as well, where you just embrace yourself into the culture that you happen to be around? Absolutely. And and I think the thing you become so aware of is how rich humanity is in terms of the diversity and, you know, which is expressed in culture, obviously. And yeah, and every culture is beautiful and has so much to offer once you start to look beyond beneath the surface as well. So definitely that's a key element. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And I think other things why I love traveling as well is because I think maybe for me personally, it humbles me because it makes me more appreciative of where I come from and what I've been exposed to because you go to different cultures and different environments and different parts of the world and you get to really see that not everybody lives the same. You know, does that bring you a humbleness as well? Yes, I think so. And I think as well as humbleness, it's appreciation for the fact that your point of view is not necessarily, or certainly isn't, the only point of view or the right point of view. And I think one of the problems many people have if they don't travel, maybe that's most people who don't really travel that much, even though they'd like to perhaps, is if you don't experience other cultures, what tends to happen is you live in a bubble of your own experience where you think that what you're told by the media or what you're told by your community or or the way you're led to believe that, you know, you live in the best part of the world and maybe all these other places aren't so good or other people are not as good as you or they don't have the same qualities or, you know, there's all, all all those sorts of things you don't realize that, as I said earlier, the world is such a rich place and everybody else is as valuable, if not more valuable than you are. Everyone has their own perspective. So along with humility, it teaches you open-mindedness and um, appreciation and just getting out of your limited thinking that the things you thought were the way things were, that's not the way, you know, there's the rest of the world getting on with things in a way that you don't expect. Yeah, absolutely. I I can honestly say those are some of the pros of of traveling, most definitely. So what would be some of the cons of traveling? 
Yeah, it depends what sort of travel you're really talking about. You know, I, I do a lot of travel. In fact, I since 2010, I've pretty well been a permanent traveller. I've been to many, many different countries. I haven't settled down anywhere. So I guess there's a lot of, you know, the romance of travel is going to all of these wonderful places and having all these new experiences. And that's absolutely true. That's, I mean, that's, it's absolutely wonderful. But on the downside, you do have to live with the facts that there's a lot of uncertainty. Things aren't always going to go to plan. Unless, of course, as I say, it depends on the sort of travel you do. If you want to just get on a or get on a cruise or a very organized trip, then maybe, you know, that's not going to be an issue. But if you're going to be a bit of an independent traveler, lots of things are not going to go the way you expect them. And, you know, sometimes I'm traveling around and I see other people, not people I know, but and they're upset with something that might have gone wrong. Maybe the taxi didn't arrive on time or the the food in the restaurant wasn't what they expected or, you know, they got lost or, or whatever it is. And they get really upset. And it's the mindset is as if, well, this isn't the way we do it at home. <laughs> so, and I should be able to know what's going to happen every minute. And if it doesn't, then I'm going to get really upset. And yeah. you can't, you can't, well, you can be like that, but you're going to have a very unpleasant, well, not unpleasant, but it's it's not going to really be as enjoyable as it could. I remember a few years ago, I was down in um, in Italy on the Amalfi Coast, which is an absolutely you know, world famous, one of the most beautiful parts of probably the most beautiful country in the world. And we were standing by a bus stop waiting for a bus that mm-hmm. would take us down the coast. And this was really to the next village. And this was really the only way you could get to the to the next village. And there was quite a long queue. And there was one bus every, like two buses a day, I think, 12 hours apart. And, and funnily enough, in typical Italian style, the queue for the bus, the stop, was right on a corner. So there were actually two queues forming, one on each road. And so when the bus arrived and it was already pretty full, people were, you know, trying to get onto the bus and they were, they were being Italian, very polite, but sort of a bit insistent. And the driver was saying to people, now, come on, there's no room. You have to keep trying to get more people on the bus go back go back you know so everybody was squashed in and there was a couple there and I won't mention what country it was from but it wasn't from from Italy it was was um one of the western you know english-speaking countries and this couple there stood and said we're not going to push back we're not going to you know squash into here and they got a bit upset and in the end what what it meant was they just didn't get on the bus so the driver was like okay well don't get on the bus and they had to, I think, I don't know what, what happened to them, but they probably, the only other way of getting down there was to get a, a taxi, which cost a vast amount of money compared to what the bus had cost. And it was all because they weren't prepared to say, well, this isn't something we're expecting, and maybe this isn't the most pleasant thing, but this is just the way they do it here, and, and we'll go along with it. And because they weren't prepared to do that, you know, it really impacted negatively on their experience. So you have to be prepared for unexpected things if you want to do some enjoyable travel and just have to say to yourself, oh, well, it's just part of the adventure. It sounds like to me being adaptable is very important, not only for yourself to be able to enjoy what's happening, what's going on and the flow of life in that environment, but to also impact the other individuals around you because... I'm pretty sure if they were more adaptable, they wouldn't have been the ones that stuck out to you in your mind, you know? And I think 
that's one of the things that I try to have when I'm traveling out of the States because life is different. Life is most definitely different out of the States. And I think anybody who's listening in state and wants to travel out of state, I think that's the biggest key is be adaptable to whatever that's coming so that you can embrace it, you know, and I think that's important. So I guess going to my next question is what are your favorite places to go visit? If you don't mind telling me, maybe your top five. Yeah, sure. Do you mean places I haven't visited or that I have visited? That you have visited, and then you can tell me your top five of what where you want to go next. Okay, well, it's <laughs> the top five places that I've visited. It's a big question, and I guess my answer is going to be different to what other people's answer is going to would be, depending on what you're actually looking for. And I guess what I look for is the beauty of nature, culture, and variety of experience, if you like. So some of the top places I've been to that I will probably go back to that would be high on my list, right at the top of the list would be Italy. I've been to Italy many times, spent long periods of time there, but more in the south of Italy than in the north. Um, and, and I think that there's quite a difference between the south and the north. The south is a bit more um, rougher, some people might say, um, okay. but, it, but it's a very pure Italian experience. I love the, the south of Italy, there, in particular the Puglia, which is on the east coast of Italy. It's like the, the bit that sticks out. That's that's lovely. And on the other side, there's Campania and Basilicata, which is a very little known part of Italy. But again, I like to go to the little known places. So Italy would be at the top of my list. New Zealand, which I'm actually heading to in a couple of weeks. That's my home country. Um, Oh, really? I've always wanted to check out New Zealand. The photos and the environment and the people there, they seem so just a different type of piece. (laughs) Yeah, it's a unique place, and um, so I'm looking forward to going back. It's been a while since I've been there, having grown up there and lived there most of my life. But that is a really, it is actually a really unique place. I'm not trying to sound like a travel agent, but uh, <laughs> if, you, if you've seen Lord of the Rings, it really does look like that in places. You know, it's not uh, apart from the monsters; <laughs> they're not there. Um, so New Zealand is a is a great place to visit. Other places, Denmark is one of my favourite places particularly around Copenhagen, well, actually all over Denmark. It's a place, again, I've explored a lot of, and it's not necessarily on everyone's radar as a place to visit most people, but maybe they've heard of Copenhagen. But the whole of Denmark is an amazing country. It's a very, there's lots of islands there, so it's a very um, sea-influenced country, if you like sailing. It's an amazing country to sail in, and it's beautiful, particularly in the summertime. So Denmark, uh, other places... Turkey is an absolutely gorgeous country. I've spent a bit of time there. I'd love to, and I'm, I'd love to go back to explore that in depth. The people in Turkey, you know, again, we have this perception of other cultures that maybe they're primitive or they're not nice people or, you know, something, a lot of this fueled by the media. But Turkey, the people are absolutely wonderful. Very high quality of, um, particularly in Istanbul, very advanced, if you, you know, if you like city life. And it's an amazing country, Turkey, beautiful. The coastline of Turkey in particular on the Mediterranean is spectacular. Um, Another country I've been to that I would, you know, I've probably got about 10 countries on my list. The Netherlands is a magic country as well. Um, Amsterdam and all over, I've been all over the Netherlands. But as a sixth country, I'd recommend something to look at is Iceland. That is a very interesting... Iceland, you said? Iceland. Ice- oh, Iceland. Iceland. Oh, yeah. Iceland. Oh, tell me, is it really green there? 
Because people say Iceland's really green and Greenland's actually very icy. Is that right? Yeah, well, that story comes from when, um, I don't know what century it was, there was a, a man who got outcast from the community in Iceland and he, and he went to Greenland, which was all ice, but he wanted to he wanted to convince some of the villagers to go with him to live in Greenland. So he told them about this wonderful country that was called Greenland, you know, and it's all green. And he managed to get them <laughs> to go off there. But it, but it is just a it's the opposite of, of what Iceland is. It's quite funny, yeah. That's yeah. how that story came about. No, Iceland is beautiful. In many ways, it's a bit similar to New Zealand. There's lots of glaciers and mountains, and it is spectacular. Well worth a visit. That's nice. I know. I've, Iceland is most definitely on my list. But, I mean, I've seen the images. I've did my research on Iceland specifically, and, and it it my heart just goes to it because it's so beautiful and so green, and it just it's peaceful to me. For me, I love nature too. When I do my travel plans, I try to go towards nature and do hikes and do be outside as much as I can and stay away from the city because I feel like cities everywhere. So when you said you went to Turkey, I thought of Istanbul and how big and vast that city is and how different the lifestyle is compared to being right on the border and the cultures and the clash and oh my goodness my mind just went everywhere but do you go to like those street markets and things like that as well when you go to cities of that nature i'm not so much into street markets because i don't like junk <laughs> no but you know a lot of markets are sort of i'm not really a market person i, I tend to if they're there, it's okay. But to me, markets are all a bit the same. I mean, some people like markets, and that's Istanbul certainly has some very famous and, and amazing markets that are worth visiting at least once, but which I have done. Um, so I'm not so much into that. And probably like you, I prefer to be more out in the in the countryside, closer to nature. Okay, nice, nice. So where are you planning to go next? I mean, I know you said you were talking about New Zealand, but places that you haven't gone, which ones are like calling for you? <laughs> Well, actually, when you said that earlier, I was—I thought a little bit about that. Where would I like to go that I haven't been? I can't actually. It sounds a bit bit weird, but probably pretty well everything that I've—I'm really interested in visiting every place I've probably already been to. So it's more a question of of going back to places. I mean, I could talk about maybe South America, South Africa, or, or sorry, Africa or South America, which I haven't really explored. They are, I mean, I'm, I'm in El Salvador at the moment, which is is a, a new experience, but uh, but probably the places I would want to go back to are the, the places I've already been to and explore maybe different areas or the places I've been in more depth. That's the sort yeah. of stage I'm at. Well, Not that, that I'm giving sense. up travel, but, uh, but, you know, going to more familiar places. No, that makes perfect sense because when I went to Puerto Rico, I was there just for a week and I explored a certain part, but in reactuality i mean if you explore the whole island you get so much more out of the experience and it's hard to cover everything in a couple weeks or in a couple days so i absolutely totally understand what you're saying when it comes down to wanting to go back and explore different areas and different parts and just fully embracing yourself in the culture and in, and in the environment to really see life differently and i and i thank you for providing your perspective and if anybody in my audience wants to know more about liam you can check out the previous conversation that we have had on the brain or you can just click on his link so that you can find out more about liam himself you know <laughs> all righty well that's Absolutely. it that's it. <laughs> 
that's it that's the show that's all i have for you guys thank you so much and stay tuned for more bye